you're listening to the Red Diamond Courier, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinsky and Dog Bark 24. Welcome everyone to episode 112 of the Red Diamond Courier. I am here with you as always, your host Bob Chichinsky. With my good, good friend, Dogged Bark 24 My dude, how you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing good, man. Excited to be here, as always. And this week is a little bit different. We're going to be just covering uh, some of this crazy news stuff that has come out uh, recently. Maybe not so crazy, but some hot topics in the ESO community for sure. And uh, we thought, you know, let's get something out there for the people to listen to. Let's talk about uh, all these things that are going on. Give our uh, opinions on it. Dogs possibly not so popular hot takes. Um, we haven't had some dog hot takes in a while, you know. So this yeah. could be the time. It, it probably will be the time. <laughs> all right, dog. So, as always, we're going to start off with the news, so why don't you tell everyone what's going on in the world of Tamriel. Alright, so we have uh, the Jester's Festival. This is happening until April 6th. This is going to be a nine-day event. Um, so, this is, you know, a double experience event, so make sure to he- uh, be eating your pie and keeping that up at all times. And uh, you can get boxes. Uh, and these uh, This event, the boxes are... Uh, not really good. Um, all boxes can include the following items. These are going to be your purple boxes. They're going to have festive dazzlers, cherry blossom confetti, revelry pies, just or festive finner furnishings, jester's f- festival for provisioning recipes, treasures that can be sold to vendors for gold, and previous year style pages. So I think the best pro- thing that's probably in there is like the uh, previous year style pages. If you haven't collected all of those yet. And uh, the dubious Cameroon throne recipe. Yep, I already got one. I've got which I already have. So yeah, I mean, I already have it at this point. So it's like, <laughs> uh, there it is. It's cool. Yeah, I'll save it and sell it. I don't know. I don't know. I've gotten four this event. So wow. Okay. Well, someone's yeah, flexing. It, it's a bit ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, in addition to all those stupendous Jester's Festival boxes, also have a small chance to include the following items instead of a costume fragment. The new Bucket Style page, the new Broom Style page, and or a previously available style page. Now... Uh, there was some talk in our Discord. Uh, I mean, dogged. I guess you haven't gotten any of these buckets or broom pages. Yeah, I haven't gotten either of those. So, well, I already got the bucket or the broom, and uh, <laughs> my girl already got the bucket. So, yeah, I think your RNG is just not being kind to you. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I did um, only get my first of the the fragments, which is also available in the stupendous box. Yeah. So on top of the above prizes, the stupendous Jester Festival boxes also has a chance for the following goodies: Jester Skintillator Room box, Cherry Blossom Branch Root box, 
Catalyst Kitchen Weapon Style Pages, High Value Treasures, Festive Noisemaker Parts, Joke Popper Fragments, and then the new Jester's Minstrel Daydroth Costume Fragment. Yep, there they are. And fragments. And uh, did you know that you're more likely to get a Radiant Apex mount from a crate than getting the new costume from boxes? During How does this that event? math happen? How does that math happen? Well, as it turns out, the new items can only be found in the gold box, which you can get a total of nine of. You need ten fragments for the costume, so it's literally impossible. Whereas <laughs> getting a Radiant Apex mount is possible. You know, like yeah. 0.2% or something, but it's possible. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, so you can't get it from the event without either buying tickets, or not necessarily buying tickets, but spending tickets on more pieces, or buying other pieces from players. And that's also including if you have insane RNG, and you've gotten most of those pieces. Which I definitely have not. I've gotten, I think, one or two pieces. I still think it was weird, too, that, like, um, so they're, like, you have to spend tickets on this, pretty much, or you have to, like, trade her for them or get them. But, I mean, clearly people are probably going to be selling them for a pretty high price. Oh, yeah, the um, prices are insane. Yeah. So, um, the tickets, like, you got to spend your tickets on them. But they also put the thing in the impresario where it's, like, if you want to hide your shoulders, you have to get it through the impresario using tickets, which is just kind of weird to me. Yeah, but at least with that, you can get that at any time. So, Oh, like it's always going to be in the impresario? Yeah. Like, it'll be in there for the next thing, for the next event, too. Okay, well. Well, there you go, then. I don't know. Yeah. Spend all your tickets on... The cloth, I guess. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't like these per- the personality that came out anyways. I don't really know what it is. I like, I, yeah. I haven't really I know. It yet, so. I saw them like standing over to the side and they're just like, like holding their hands like in front of them. Like, I saw one person online saying that it looked like they had to go pee. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I don't want to be that, you know, personality. <laughs> I don't know. I think that personality might be great. Just have to <laughs> OP the entire time. Alright, dog, any more news this week? Yeah, the last thing for the Chester's Festival is that there's no grab bag for this event, which makes no sense whatsoever. Like I feel it, like there was one for for the last event or for this event last year. Well, maybe but, that's why. Maybe it's like every other year for each event or something. But it makes no sense. <laughs> no, it never makes sense. <laughs> yeah. They just like throw a dart at the wall and they're like, whichever event it hits gets a grab bag. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty, yeah. Yeah. So that, that sounds about right, honestly. <laughs> there you go. Now you, now you know. So what else do we got for this week, dog? All right. The next bit of news is that there's the Stuga companion article that they put out on uh, April 1st for uh, April Fools. And, you know, I'm not a fan of April Fools articles, but at the very least, this one was a tad ridiculous and had asterisks for like footnotes later. So it was like 
you know, intended to like not be serious. So, huh? That's so funny. I literally did not even see that. I worked like ten hours that day. So I was super busy, and it's uh, such a ridiculous thing that when I saw you put it in the notes, I thought you were doing it as an April Fool's joke. <laughs> no, I was like, no, wow. I, I I wouldn't do that. I I don't like April Fools. So. Me, I, I'm afraid of April Fools. I don't want to get pranked, man. I'm glad it's gone. <laughs> like, I'll do it with like my family members, like my sisters or my brothers, but that's it. Fair enough. It's also April second now, so it'd be too late. Yeah. Speaking of April second, I read the one from ESO Dash Hub, and I was not amused because it was April second, and <laughs> it was it it was not as obvious as this one. Uh, yeah, well, you know, there you go. Yeah, I was not very thrilled with that one. <laughs> I, I was scared when I saw you post the thing, and I was like, <laughs> okay, it's just April Fool's. Even yeah. that's a day late. Yeah, and yeah, and I didn't, I didn't know that. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Only Discord conversations, which you can join, right? You can. As a matter of fact, we just had... Uh, two awesome people join our discord i don't know if i shouted out dry pond on the last episode i feel like i did maybe i didn't i don't know but this homie uh joined our discord and he's just having a great old time and he is a fan of the show and he has now caught up to the current show from starting like at episode one, probably in like, I don't know, a month, like this dude seriously listened to a lot of Dog and Bob. So that is super cool. Uh, thank you, Dry Pond. And then another cool homie joined uh, Xfirewolf007, who I'm assuming talked to you or something, dog. But uh, yeah. yeah, he said that we are amazing for the podcast, which, you know, I'm not my words, you know. And uh, he also says that, like he said, it has him wanting to play the game again. It reignited the spark he had years ago before he had to move. And, you know, that's just what we're here for, right, dog? Right, yeah. Right, yeah, that's it? That's all you got? Yeah, my brain's not really working at this time of night, so... (laughs) Okay, fair enough. It's one a.m. All right, it's April third over here. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll tell your family to go to sleep earlier. Yeah, that'd be nice. (laughs) Go like crawl in your basement or something. (laughs) No, that's even louder down there. Oh God, there'd be so much white noise. (laughs) All right, dog. So, do we have any more news? Yes, uh, we have more news because there's a lot of news this week. Uh, news we week. have the yeah the news week. Uh, we have the ESO anniversary jubilee. ESO turns nine years old. It's very nine. Old. Oh my yeah, gosh, nine. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for this one, you eat the cake for double experience. You get a. Uh, why are you saying for this one as if oh well compared the to the other one festival high 
Okay, yeah. well, I was like, you eat the cake for every Jubilee Festival. Yeah, but this one is a uh, Hermomora cake. Oh, is it? I haven't even seen it. Oh my gosh, how exciting. Yeah, Hermomora cake. Uh, this event is going to be April 6th to April 18th, so this starts right at the, as the Chester Festival ends. So uh, this is going to be two weeks of, uh, you know, double experience. And uh, I think the general consensus is that uh, it kind of sucks that this is a short event with the ESO Vegas happening in the middle of it. And a lot of people are going to be missing, you know, like three or four of the days for that. So that's kind of sad. But a lot of the people who may or may not be you now, dog. I know, yeah. Work, uh, right. <laughs> you don't get to complain about it. I'm just kidding. You're right. <laughs> Unless if I do get to go. But... Well, then you could possibly complain about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, it does suck that uh, people are going to be in Vegas. But, like, I was telling Dog, like, honestly, what are you going to do with ESO? Because it, at this point, time of year... Feels like there's just an event like at all times, so you're always gonna miss something. I mean, people could be like, "Oh well, I gotta go to Vegas. I'm not gonna get. What about my daily login rewards? Are you gonna comp those for me?" <laughs> I mean, come on, it's not daily login rewards, all right? No one cares yeah. about those. <laughs> Ritz, like you know, you get the thing on the other hand, yeah. All right, so let's hear all about this uh Jubilee first. So, you could get boxes from dailies, which is why it's everyone's favorite, especially me and dogged. Well, I mean, I don't know, I guess we say that about a lot of events, but this is definitely up there. Crafting dailies get you freaking boxes, it's awesome. You can do it on all your characters. You already probably are, or definitely should be if you aren't. Um, but, regardless, it's a great way of getting a bunch of boxes with all the rewards that, you know, are generally pretty cool. Um, another great, great way to get them is the Cyrodiil Town Dailies. Um, it's a lot uh, easier, for sure, if you have a friend, you know, like, or if you have a Nightblade, you know, that's really easy. Plus, you can get the Cyrodiil Citrus and bring Wartorts into Mid-Year Mayhem, getting even more Alliance rank. And people sell those for Mid-Year Mayhem, too, and people buy them for a hot dollar. I can't remember how much, but I was like, ooh, people be selling those. And lastly, one more daily tip for you. Prologue repeatable dailies for Merkmeyer and elsewhere are short, quick ones and have a few you could do too. So there you go. Just a couple little tips. Great uh, ways that you can maximize your boxage in uh, this event. Especially if you're going to Vegas. You know, you can, you can miss these days. So you really got to make up for it. In the days you're home and get infinite boxes. Um, gosh, this is already like what our third year podcasting? Fourth? Oh my god. But fourth, I think this is the third. Yeah, this 20, is the third. No, we started in 2020. Yeah, 2020, 2021, 2022. Oh, it is fourth. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. I remember one of the years I was like, I'm gonna count the the boxes. Oh my god, I'm really having an epiphany about it being four years. This is so long. <laughs> How long have we known each other? Like eight years? <laughs> no. Five. Like six. Yeah, five or six. six. Okay. Six. Yeah. Okay. I'll calm down a little bit. Anyways, well, I mean, it's the fourth year, but it's just starting, you know? So it's really yes, only... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, I mean, to, uh, ESO's turning nine, so there you go. These numbers are getting big. What can we say? Anyways, I told you some ways that are great dailies you could do to really get a lot of boxes. If you want to keep track of all your boxes and, you know, tell everyone uh, how much you get it, you know, I don't know. We could do like a giveaway. Whoever does the most boxes, but you know, people would just be like, "I opened a million boxes." Yeah, plus <laughs> you only get like fifty per character. Ooh, right? yeah, but I mean, you could do like ten characters. That's five hundred a day. That's way too many. All right, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> that would be so insane. That's like benevolent Bodhi status. Two accounts doing writs on eighteen. 36 characters every day. It's insanity. That's too many. It's too many. Okay. I so, think I'm on six. Yeah. I struggle, man. I'm five <laughs> is enough for me. So, dogged. I told them how they could get some of these boxes. Why don't you tell them what they're going to have inside? All right, well, the Jubilee boxes can have uh, basic crafting materials, rare crafting materials, or a small chance for a motif chapter, furniture recipe, or a style item. A new small chance for a tradable outfit style page for the bone mold armor style. And if you already collected a bone mold armor style earlier that day, you'll instead be rewarded with either a saber kill style page or a worm cult style page. A small chance for the Worm Cult style item, the Desecrated Grave Soil. And a small chance for Transmutation Crystals. And that's it. No more uh, ridiculous amounts of useless spider parts this year, like last year. So I guess I can probably destroy those now. Or after the event, in case anybody needs them. Yeah, I would say that's probably a safe bet at this point. Thank goodness. Yeah. And then as far as the Impresario goes, you'll get uh, 39 tickets from this event. And you can spend those on all three Passion, Dancer, Blossom, Pet Fragments. There's also all three fragments of the Passion's Muse personality. You can get the first fragment for the Meadow Breeze Memory Skin. You can get the new Bound Style Pages for the Bone Mold Armor Style. You can get the anniversary cake furnishings. You can get the bag of Jubilee yesteryear. And you are guaranteed to receive one of the following items that you don't currently own from that. And that will be the Worm Cult Bound Motif Chapters, Jeffrey Paladin Armor Style Pages, Imperial Champion Armor, Prophet Armor, Lyris Armor, Sisahan Armor. Abner Tharn armor, Syracuse armor, all those style pages, and Aurora fire spider parts. You can also get desecrated grave soil, 
or group repair kits. And if you already own all of that entire list of stuff, the bag will always contain group repair kits. And, you know, be sure to ask your, your uh, guildies if they have any, any of these, because chances are they probably have almost every Lyris, Sai, Sahan, Barn, and Prophet piece for you. So, at least we do. I know our, our guild bank has, like, every piece, so... But so once you have the spider, it's not going to keep giving you the parts again, right? I Yeah, it shouldn't, hopefully. I hope so, man, because it kind of seems like it's going to be spider parts from those boxes. No, that, that, that was just last the year. The bags. Yeah, that was just last year. All right, man. Well, regardless of the possible time that you will miss and definite time I will miss, when we're in Vegas, uh, I'm still excited for this event. Definitely one of our favorites, and I don't know, man. We got to get like 500 boxes a day, like I said. I mean, if you do like your dailies and you like get you just go ham on Cyrodiil dailies, Cyrodiil Town dailies, and maybe the uh prologue quests, you know, maybe it's possible. I don't think there's enough time in the day for that, though. But maybe. This is the way. I don't, I don't think that's the way. <laughs> <laughs> you think wrong. All right. Yeah. So we uh, got all that fun stuff out of the way. Events, events, events. Be excited. Vegas is coming up soon. We hope to see you all there. We hope that Dog gets to go. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be a big old party. I'm so excited to meet uh our friends from the guild who are gonna be there. All my Twitter friends who are gonna be there. Um, you know anyone who listens to the show, this me there. Don't you know if you're going, you listen to the show. Don't be afraid to come up to me and say hi, and hopefully dog. But yeah. It's going to be a great freaking time. I'm so excited for that. I don't think we'll get another episode out before then. Like, maybe, but maybe not. Probably not. So I, I think I think we will. I think it's possible. Okay, well, Dog thinks it's possible. So Maybe even two if we're crazy. I don't know, man. I, I got to... I think these are going to be my last days off after <laughs> this before Vegas. So it's going to be a grind, but... It's going to be good. I think we can at least come more out. But if we don't, then either way, we're excited to see you all there. And we can't wait to see what they have in store for us. Play the Arcanist. Yeah. Play my Stark. Your Mark. My Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. I'll make a Mark. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, we do not have a Cyrodiil scores for you all this week. Unfortunately, uh, PlayStation, mine does not update automatically, apparently. And it's 45 gigs of updating that it's currently doing. So, yeah. Full rip on that. Uh, so we're just going to skip the scores this week, because it's kind of a shorter episode anyways. Even though it's quickly turning into a normal length episode. But regardless, there was a... Uh, Hardware refresh work update 
that was posted March 31st. And uh, yeah, we're just going to go through it for you guys real quick. So you are also up to date. Hi, all. We wanted to share with everyone the latest on our ongoing hardware refresh work. The work on PCEU is nearing completion. We are doing the cutover during an extended maintenance that will start in the evening of April 3rd and end in the morning on April 4th. Tentative times are April 3rd at 8 p.m. Eastern Time to April 4th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. So 1 a.m. British Standard Time to 3 p.m. British Standard Time. So it's like a 14-hour maintenance. Once the maintenance is complete, we will monitor the PCEU server performance. This maintenance does occur during the Gestures Festival, and is why we preemptively added an extra day to the beginning of the event. Ooh. For the remaining servers, below are the latest planned timelines. Please note that these timelines could change if we run into any issues with the hardware refresh process, or other issues arise with the ESO Live service that takes priority. For PlayStation EU, this server is next, and that work will be completed later this month, April. We will let you all know when we've locked in a date. Xbox NA and PlayStation NA. This work is scheduled for completion sometime in May. We will provide dates when we have them. For Xbox EU, additional work is needed in our Frankfurt data center before we can do the Xbox EU hardware refresh work. We recognize that this server coming last is not in line with what we originally communicated in December. This is the server experiencing the least amount of performance slash stability issues. The hardware refresh work for this server is planned for sometime later this year. We'll provide updates as we have them. So there you go, guys. The refresh for the servers for console homies is coming. Xbox and PSNA May. Let's go. I cannot wait for that. It's going to make it even better, dog. I know. It's going to be great. It's already so nice on the new Xbox. I don't know how it can get better. I mean, just smoother in Cyrodiil, maybe. Yeah, your skills will work. That's Maybe true. Gap closes will work. Let's not get crazy. I know. Gap closes probably still won't work. <laughs> but, you know, skills will work. I'll be able to jab, and it will jab. I will be able to kill NPCs without them being like, ha ha ha, you don't have skills, but we do. Yeah, they're really mean about it, honestly. Putting those bubbles on you and everything. Yeah, like, I just want to be able to jab, and like, no, no jab for you. But don't worry, we can do all... And then you're, like, casting your spell, and you're like, I don't have a bubble on me, and then by the time I cast, there's a bubble on you. Yeah, oh, hey, here's a negate. Have fun. Yeah. Thank you. It's I won't have fun. <laughs> all right, so, uh, before we turn everyone off of PvP, <laughs> it's getting better, <laughs> don't worry. Um, so, uh, we do have... A little bit more to talk about our little hot button uh, topic. But, of course, before that, we wanted to take this middle portion of the episode to remind you all that we are part of the oh-so-wildly-popular Robots Radio Podcast Network. 
Or if you go check us out at robotsradio.net, you will find a litany of other podcasts that will change your life for the better. Maybe some for the worse. I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to go find out. So, uh, no, they're all awesome. Go check them out. And uh, check us out there, too. Robotsradio.net. In New Jersey's Here Now Audio Fiction Festival 2020, it's Bioshock, the Midnight Series. Based in the dystopian underwater city of Rapture, witness what it was like for civilians from different walks of life before and after Andrew Ryan's city fell. It's a tale of deception, downfall, and survival. The Midnight Series, a podcast by Preston Hardin. Listen on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, dog. So we do have one more thing to talk about this week. It was quite the, uh, quite, quite. (laughs) We do have one more thing to talk about this week. It caused quite the stir, I would say in the ESO social media community. A lot of stuff going on about this. So, um, I mean, are you, do you want to fill us in on what's been going on? I mean, yeah, I can. So this is going to be the uh, Crown Crate Bundle Twitter stuff. And pretty much, uh, so there's a Crown Crate Bundle of 25 Crown Crates and a Polymar for 8k crowns in the crown store right now. And this was added like you know, sometime last week. I wish I had the date, but I don't really remember. But yeah, sometime last week. Yeah, it kind of popped up like uh, I think it was already there by the time I got back from our vacation. So Yeah, I want to say it was probably like Wednesday, but maybe it was Tuesday. I don't know. Mm. But anyways, yeah, so you get 25 of the new crown crates and the polymorph. And the polymorph is the uh, shade creature from Namira. And this was something that was leaked from a, like, leak thing. What it, I don't know what that's called, but, you know. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm going to not like, think of the word. word. <laughs> um, the, no, the hackers, data mind, yeah. yeah. It was data mind, and uh, yeah, that was something that pe- a lot of people were like, "This is going to be a part of the next crown crate," and well, they were wrong. Um, so yeah, uh, so you know, first hot take number one is you know the crown crates are you know cheaper, so this is at least for me, as far as I'm concerned, um, a very n- nice bundle for people that really want something from the crown crate. And I wish this was a thing back when the crown crates were good. During, you know, the Frost Atronach and Sage crates were out because I actually probably bought, you know, like 50 crown crates back then, if not more. So, yeah, that this is definitely something that I wish was around back then. So, you know, right there's hot take number one. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're hot taking it up. Well, let's hear uh, what these other people' arguments are before we, uh, so we can understand just how hot your take is. All right. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of arguments uh, around this bundle. Uh, my unpopular opinion is that I think there's only like one argument that has any validity to it, but that's beside this point. Um, and uh, the main argument is that uh, the Shade Polymorph is only able to be bought with the Crown Crates. It's not uh, like a, its own thing. It, it's uh, only you can only buy the 8K bundle. And, you know, I agree. I think you should be able to get the Polymorph with Crowns on its own little separate thing if you don't want the Crown Crates at all. So, I mean, like, so were people just like excited for that like polymorph in particular so the fact that you have to do it with that they're not happy like yeah and there's also I some mean, people who like i guess in the country they're in, that they are in can't buy crown crates uh, so yeah. they can't even so they don't have access to this polymorph at all right but mm. well yeah i guess then theoretically if it had been like an apex reward as well then they could have got it with like endeavors yeah. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, that's uh it's an interesting thing cuz it is a cool polymorph too. Like I was looking at it like, dang, man. I would buy that if it wasn't 8,000 crowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, also, I, was... I don't like the crown crates either. Like there's only too many. There's like five maybe things that I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm not even yeah. like super stoked on them. <laughs> yeah me too alright so I think that's you know that big argument is the whole people want the uh, wanted the shade polymorph as its own separate thing and it wasn't which does suck but uh moving on to you know the other big argument there's uh, two more here but uh, the, the other big one is the that uh you know people are calculating how much 8 crowns 8k crowns worth and they are adding you know the 5500 and 3k crown packs together for it now, people do this every time something new comes out. Doesn't matter what it is. People are like, okay, how much is that? Will you do this this amount and this amount? And if you buy a bunch from the Crown Store and you are not getting the bulk bundle, personally, I think that's on you. Like, why? Like, this happens all the time. Why are you still doing this? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but as you know, I pretty much always get the uh, bulk bundle, no matter what it is, because it's usually always cheaper in the end. You know, doesn't matter if it's crowns or if it's like, you know, drinks or like, you know, my, my crunch bars. I love crunch bars, so I get those. So. But yeah, <laughs> you would love crunch bars. Grossest yeah. freaking chocolate bar. What the heck? No, no, no. <laughs> it's the best chocolate bar. That's what you went to say. That's what I heard. <laughs> Those Rice crispy things in there now, dude. No, they're they're the best. All right. You're you're just mistaken. It's okay. You need to have a Kit Kat, bro. <laughs> Change your Kit life. Kit Kats are good too, but not as good as Crunch. All right. Well, when you possibly come to Vegas, you could bring a whole box of Crunch and change my mind. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it could be your carry-on. 
<laughs> carry on, you know, five pound bag of French fries. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, what is the like ratio of compared to like the fifteen like crates? Like they're five thousand, right? Yeah. So it's a. Uh... So like thirty crates would be ten thousand. So yeah, I mean technically, you're probably like not even getting well i guess five crowns for five crates for two thousand is actually theoretically like yeah it's a respectful amount because the four crates is 15 and the one crate is four so i mean if you bought it the 30 through the 15s packs you would be getting probably slightly maybe slightly better deal but you don't get the polymorph as well so, I don't know. Like, the crate value is definitely worth it. So, like, if these are your crates, like, you really like them, then yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Everyone's just, like, that's the first thing people do for sure is do it to money. But, I mean, I mean, it's one thing with the crates, but sometimes with the mounts and stuff that come out, like, I think it's good to, like, translate it to the... uh you know, nominal amount because, or the monetary amount because it's just ridiculous sometimes. Like these mounts or like the homes are costing like, you know, almost a hundred dollars. And it's like, what? Like, that's insane. The game, the base game is probably like $10 at this point. Yeah. You know, I, I, I agree with that, but you know, that's just my hot take, right? <laughs> yeah, you're full of them. Um, another thing that I think is a bit uh, ironic is that, uh, you know, people have been complaining about the uh, price of crowns and like the price or the amount of crowns and stuff like that. But they, uh, as they're complaining, you know, they conveniently left out that crowns are going to be on sale here shortly for the anniversary event, you know, unless if they change their plans after the last, you know, five, six years. That at least I've been playing. Um, and yeah, this one really gets me, though, because like, I haven't really seen anyone tell people to like wait on buying crowns for the crown sale. That's going to happen probably in the next two weeks. It's just a bunch of people going for that. Uh, outrage media clicks, which. I don't know, is just. A bit sketchy, you know? Yeah, I feel that. That's that's another hot take. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's just oversight, but I don't know. Uh, Well, but you guys heard it first here, then. There's probably going to be a crown sale in a couple weeks, so let's save up. Yep. I tweeted about it today. I was going to do it yesterday, but I was like, man, I don't want the whole April 1st thing. And I haven't really been on Twitter because I've been super busy at work. So I guess I can't really do it on April 1st. So I had to do it on April 2nd. Yeah, you yeah. made the right choice with that one, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the uh, last complaint with this is, you know, the usual complaint with Crown Crates. And it's the whole gambling routine. And I just, I don't know. This one's a bit weird because, you know, the ESO in-person event is going to be happening in Vegas again. 
and Vegas is definitely not known for its gambling or gambling and casinos, right? Definitely not that. Wait, it isn't. Well, I must have been going to the wrong place all this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I, that, that's just a weird argument for uh, that or complaint. And um, you know, my personal thoughts, you know, on gambling are, you know, let let adults be adults, right? Um, like, but really, it's you know, it's an M-rated game, seventeen plus. Not like you know, scratch off that little kids see and want to do right away. Or Pokemon cards, that which little kids always want to gamble on getting, you know, that good card or that shiny card that's been that I've been around for or that I've seen for like, you know, 10, 15 years now. Like, I don't know. Another hot take. <laughs> yeah, that's a hot one. I mean, um, no, I do. I get where you're coming from. I do agree in some senses, but. Like the one thing, well, there's a couple things. One thing is how you mentioned earlier too. It's like it's not even legal in all countries, so like they should definitely find like some kind of workaround, especially in bundles like this. Yes, definitely, they should definitely have a workaround for that. Or like even like those people should be able to f- have a different way. I mean, I guess Endeavor points, but you can only buy so much Crown Crate stuff with Endeavor. It's like they should have a way to access those Crown Crate items that other people can get. I think you know that's just kind of unfair. It's not their fault, you know. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, the kids thing. I mean. Dude, it's 17 plus, but there's a lot of kids to play, and they lock so much good and cool stuff behind the crown crates. So it's like very easy for me to see, like, oh, kids playing game, kids sees cool thing, kids wants thing, kid has to buy, you know, things for it. It's definitely easy to get addicted. I mean, how many boxes did I open to get that Radiant Apex? Like, a hundred or something? <laughs> Insane. Yeah, I mean, but so is, you know, Poke. I would, I would argue, you know, scratch-offs and Pokemon cards, which... Oh, well, you know, yeah, they're the worst. But I would say it's just something very akin to Pokemon cards, honestly. Yeah. But Pokemon cards have been getting kids since I was a freaking six years <laughs> old, so what are you going to yeah. do? Yeah, I did pull for 20 years. <laughs> I did pull an original holographic Charizard out of a booster pack, though. God knows what happened to it, but hey, I lived that life. I'll know, I remember the moment. Yeah. I hope it exists somewhere. It's lost in my room. Pull it out it one day. Is. Be worth like $10,000. Nah, probably not. <laughs> I do have a non-holographic Charizard that was like a special edition from this like Legends collection of the original one. That thing's worth like 50 bucks on eBay. How about that? Yeah. I have some random things that are worth randomly a lot of money on eBay. I collect so many random things. Anyways, I'm really going off on tangents. I must be getting <laughs> tired. We must be almost at the end of the episode. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I stand on those things you were mentioning, but, uh, I'm a gambling, you know, uh, not addict, but like, man, it's, I do, I can feel myself 
you know, falling into it uh, when I when I do, and I have to stop because it's that easy. Like gambling is just like you always feel like the next one you're gonna win, and that's exactly how the crates feel. You're just like you do the all the ones you buy, and you didn't get what you want. You're just like. Oh, I just need one more, just one more, and I'll get the gems, or one more, and I could get the thing. Like, that's just the feeling, like it gives you inside uh, to people who have that, you know, problem. And I'm definitely in that. I don't know if you'd say people who have that problem, just people who have that impulse. And uh, I'm definitely like that. So I get that whole thing. I mean, I get the argument. Um, I do agree as well. You know, it's a game that is meant to be for adults, and it's a game that, uh, you know, there's a lot of other games that do just the same or worse, more predatory things to try and take people's money. Um, So, I don't know. Is this bundle a good idea? For Elder Scrolls and going forward, should they do things like this? I don't know. I really don't. Maybe if they're gonna like put the polymorph or whatever special thing in the crown store as well, I'd have, uh, you know, just ridiculous price and then be like, oh, well, you know, if you want it, you gotta spend a bunch, but if you want it, uh, for the bundle, then it's cheaper, you know, and, like, theoretically cheaper because you get crates as well. I mean, I guess, like ESO usually does, when they take steps in the right direction, it seems like I usually don't really jive with the first step or two, but I see where they're going, and I'm I'm liking it. I just want it to be better. Like, they could deliver this, they could handle this all uh, better, but it was their first try, you know, so they tried something. They're going to take in all the feedback, and usually they uh, come back with something different and something updated. Sometimes they don't, though, so, you know, we will see. Maybe they will never do a bundle again because people just hated it. I don't know. I've seen people running around with Polymorph, I'll tell you that. So I know people are buying it, and they they do look cool. But me, too rich for my blood. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not a big fan of the polymorph, and kind of like what you said earlier. I only like you know four items of the crown crate, so it's uh, not really a go for me. But if they do do it again, and there's like you know maybe good crown crates or a good optional item then who knows maybe but yeah i mean it's like you said like everyone gets that like well the people who really play eso and spend the amount of money that we do on it you know when there's that apex mount or something that you just like i'm gonna use this you know every day i want it i want it desperately like I really wish that they would have had a bundle like this when I was going for that, you know, like for sure. Yes. <laughs> like because, yes. and like I said, even getting the two fifteens, you know, it it's basically broken down in almost the exact same amount of crowns. Uh, but 
you uh, theoretically you get the polymorph as well. So and 25 crates is a lot, you know. You never know what you're going to get in them. But, you know, don't blame me when you get to the end of that 25 and you're like, I just need one more, just one more crate because I know that feeling. I was there and I got my Radiant Apex on the last crate that I opened somehow. Still will never understand that. And I still have like 12,000 crown gems sitting there. And I remember when I had like 12,000 ground gems. The good old days. Yeah. I've uh, since burned through them all. Or most <laughs> of them. Dang. But it's that's okay. I have a lot of endeavors now. So. Okay. Well, that's good. I've been lagging on my endeavor game lately. It's just been like, eh. I don't do the weeklies. I'm like, why? Why don't I do the weeklies? This week was dungeons, <laughs> and I'm like, it's so easy. I just don't I'm like. Oh, no time. I've been doing that eye racing lately. You know, got a fourth place earlier, man. You guys should be proud. Good job. I think we did do the fourth, new dungeons. I don't know if it's good or not. <laughs> there are 17 cars. So I mean, oh, okay, then yeah, that that's fairly good. Um, I know like fourth out of like eight or something. Yeah, no, it was pretty good. But we did also do the new dungeons. Uh, we were going to talk about them in this episode, but uh, it was just like already news jam-packed and stuff, and we figured we would just save it for the next episode. Um, overall, though, they were, they were good. I would recommend uh, getting up in there and uh, trying them out if you haven't yet. On normal, they're probably cheese. I mean, just grab a group and go in there and have fun. Get the quest done. Take your time. Um, the gear sets, we went through them in the patch notes, and I've been kind of studying them. I don't know. Kind of interested by some of them, but I, I don't know if I'll really end up farming in there too much. Uh, we'll see. It's, oh, it's just nice to get all the, you know, close to getting the sticker book collected you never know and all these all of a sudden one set's gonna become meta yeah definitely all right dog so uh that's about all we have for the people this week why don't we wrap it up and you let the people know where they can find us if they so choose all right you can find us on twitter of the at red diamond cast you can find us on facebook of the red diamond courier and you can find us in our ESOPC or Xbox Guild of Airs the Red Diamond, which you can join on the Robots Radio Discord found on robotsradio.net. And if you check out our show notes, you can find all of our awesome things, sponsors, links, descriptions of episodes, cool stuff like that. Plus, if you leave us a five-star review with some words in it, we'll shout you out to all the nine divine of Tamriel. And if you don't, then we know uh we know who you are and we will I don't know, go throw pies at you during the gesture festival. <laughs> we'll find you. We get a lot of pies, so Yeah. They give us tons of pies. Too many right. pies. Too many. You will not be happy. <laughs> so you better go do that and give us a review. Uh, but anyways, beyond our silliness, dogged. Where can the people find you? All right, you can find me on Xbox, Twitter, and ESOPC. All of that, dogbark24. 
And for me, it's going to be uh, about the same Xbox, ESO, PC, Twitter, and Twitch, Bob underscore Chichinsky. Come check me out. Come hang. Let's play some scrolls. Let's go to Vegas. Let's have fun doing all this stuff. New dungeons. Run around with our new polymorphs if you buy them. Maybe you'll buy me one. I'm just kidding. All right. Anyways, thank you all for hanging out once again. And as always, we hope you guys have a great week, and we will see you on the flip. Yep, see ya. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart in their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of two, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope, but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast. Rated R. Now streaming on your holotape player podcasty thing.